0: I'm Candace MJ, and you're listening to Radio Disney. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to my new podcast, Radio Dishney, which I've decided to call it until the big mouse man subpoenas me and I end up in the underwater prison below the Pirates of the Caribbean ride in Disney World. I wanted to do a quick introduction episode before I really get into the juicy stuff to kind of explain what I'm going to talk about in this podcast. Now, if you have any level of deduction or reasoning, you've probably looked at the podcast art and seen the faces there and decided already what I'm going to be talking about or you know me personally or knew me personally in the past and know that these are the people that I never shut up about and you knew this would happen eventually. The little byline I've come up with is an auditory slash musical retelling of the romantic and platonic entanglements of the teenage Disney Channel and Disney adjacent stars of the mid to late OOs hosted by me, Candace MJ. You can call me Candice, or you can call me MJ. I've got people in my life who call me both. I'm like Hannah Montana. So I wanna kind of break this down and unpack this phrase by phrase. Auditory, meaning this is a podcast. I'm a graphic designer. I actually designed the podcast art, thank you. And when I graduated, I wanted to do a personal project of designing a book. Now, there's three subjects that I really know, like, everything about that I could have designed a book about. One of them are these stories that I'm going to tell you. Another is Twilight, which you better believe we're going to do a Twilight episode. And the other one is, like, Jesus. So I got to work on doing research for a book, and I quickly realized that I did not have the stamina for that available to me at this time and in this state of the union. I just got my first full-time gig after graduating college this summer, thank you, and I realized that full-time work is exhausting, so when I get home, I really just want to take a bath and sit in my bed and do literally nothing. Another thing that I discovered in my full-time working existence are podcasts. I've been listening to a lot of pop culture podcasts, and most of them focus on the celebrity gossip of the late 90s and early 2000s, like Lindsay, Paris, Britney, etc. And I started thinking, somebody's turn to tell the next generation of stories. And then I started thinking, remember that book I was going to write and design? What if I just do a podcast that nobody asked for? Now, the next piece says musical. It is integral to these stories that you know the music that these kids were writing because they were writing about their experiences and they were writing about each other. And I could go the route that other podcasts go and read the lyrics to you all, or I could sing the songs to you, which if you know me, or if you have known me in the past, you know that singing is something that I like to do. The next part is the romantic and platonic entanglements. So we're not only going to talk about who dated who, and let me tell you, these guys all dated each other, We're gonna talk about who was friends with who and who feuded with who and who's still friends and who's no longer friends. The next part is the teenage Disney Channel and Disney adjacent stars of the mid to late 00s. Now I say Disney adjacent because not everybody here was on the Disney Channel. However, the majority of those that were not on the Disney Channel do make music and their music did play on Radio Disney. Now, the last part is me. And I want to give a little backstory about myself because it's important that you view me as a reliable narrator. While I am going to dig up proof and receipts for most of these wild things that I am claiming, there are going to be a few things that I don't have proof for, either because it's too old or because I remember it off the top of my head while I'm recording and I just want you to believe me. So, I grew up in a very conservative, very evangelical Southern city in the Southern persuasion of the continental United States. And I had a very strict, sheltered Baptist upbringing. And I don't regret the way I was raised at all because it made me who I am today. And I'm very proud of who I am today and who I've become in spite of it. So I didn't know that what we evangelicals like to refer to as secular music really existed until I was around nine or 10 years old when I went to summer camp Um, up until that point. We listened to Contemporary Christian Radio and Michael Jackson (laughs) and whatever was on the Disney channel. So the first secular CD I think I ever got was Hilary Duff's Metamorphosis CD. And then I got her Fly CD, her Most Wanted CD, her Dignity CD. Um, The second artist that I think I bought a CD for was Taylor Swift, was her self-titled debut CD. So I was watching Disney Channel when I was in high school and ABC Family and Nickelodeon and I really grew up with these kids and I'm the same age as Miley and Nick Jonas and Selena and Demi and um, Taylor Lautner and I was obsessed like I had a subscription to J 14 magazine and my sister had one to tiger beat. And we were the kids that had the posters from those magazines, like taped up on our walls and on our closet doors. I just, I lived it. I breathed it. I lived it. I laughed it. I loved it. Like I, Got my bangs cut because I wanted to look like Lizzie McGuire and Hillary Duff. And then I kept them cut because I wanted to look like Hannah Montana. I started wearing a fake nose ring because Miley Cyrus pierced her nose for her role as Ronnie in the last song. And then later as an adult, I got my nose pierced for real because Debbie Ryan pierced her nose. I dyed my hair platinum because Debbie Ryan dyed her hair platinum. My sister and I wore purity rings, which is unrelated to the Jonas Brothers. We actually got them before the Jonas Brothers became famous. We've seen members of the Jonas Brothers. I say that because the Jonas Brothers and also DNCE, Joe's band, between their breaking up and making back up, we've seen them eight times live. Um, we've only seen Miley. I've seen her twice live because she hasn't really toured that much and my sister saw her once. As Hannah Montana Taylor used to only come here as a country artist in a variety country show so I didn't see those but once she became a pop star um, since then I've seen her twice I actually made a Twitter back in 2009 because I found out that Miley had a Twitter and that you could possibly attempt to talk to her on it. We got on YouTube back in like, oh God, I don't know, 2006, because the Jonas Brothers had YouTube and they had and endorsed this product called the Flip Video. So we got a Flip Video. Um, When Floyd died, I killed my dog. That's a joke. That's a really bad joke. And it's not even an original joke. Like I stole it from someone on Twitter. Rest in peace, Floyd. That was Miley Cyrus's husky. Oh, and currently to this day, I still have a life-size cardboard cutout of Joe Jonas from the Jonas season one television show that I got for Christmas as a teenager, but have carried it with me throughout the years because it is a piece of historic memorabilia. And one day my husband is going to have to have a discussion with me about whether I can bring this into our future home. And the answer is where I go, Joe goes, baby. So... Let's be real here, I don't have a husband that was, like, a futuristic, like, hopeful, like, let's manifest that, ladies. Anyway, I think that there probably was enough information to establish myself as a reliable narrator, I hope. And I think that's all I've got for you guys for this little introduction episode Episode one, we're going to start in 2005 with Miss Miley Cyrus because she is the end all be all for me, and it really all starts and ends with her. Um, thank you for listening. I created an Instagram for this podcast. It's on Instagram at Radio Disney because I am going to be referencing some photos and some videos that I will post there. Yeah, I think that's it. I'll... Talk to you guys next time. Thanks for listening, man. Bye.